as Sleepy Joe drone strikes children and abandons U.S. citizens and soldiers in Afghanistan to the mercy of terrorist Taliban. Hope emerges in the form of a forgotten 2020 Supreme Court decision that says maybe we can recall this traitor. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about eight hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So NATO is pulling out of Kabul, Afghanistan, and the Taliban have seized and sealed off the airport. Joe Biden's State Department has issued an alert telling Americans to avoid coming, and many are going to be left stranded behind enemy lines, abandoned by their own government, this cowardly traitor Joe Biden. And remember, this is not incompetence, despite what those treasonous fake MAGA rhinos at Fox News will tell you. This is intentional. This is treason. Multiple congressmen and others have accused Joe Biden's government now of blocking U.S. citizens from the Kabul airport when they did have control of it, leaving them outside to be beaten by Taliban terrorists. And, you know, they they say come back with more money. They're trying to extort these U.S. citizens to escape this hellhole that we have created thanks to Joe Biden and his terrible, you know, low strategy pullout, which was done haphazardly on purpose in order to create this chaos with pallets of cash and $100 bills left behind for the terrorists. And there's a lot more that they left behind as well. If you're watching the show instead of just listening, you can see on the screen we're, we're looking at a visual that has gone viral and the source is none other than the U.S. government's accounting office, the GAO. This is the Taliban's new top 30 military in the world arsenal. 22,000 Humvees, over 600 tanks, so 634s, over 160 uh, M113 tanks, uh, 42,000 pickup trucks and SUVs, 64,000 machine guns, uh, you know, a total of about 500,000 other small arms, including assault rifles and pistols. You've got artillery, night vision goggles. I wish I had some of those. Those are cool. Uh, You've got radios and trucks, 8,000 trucks. I mean, how much did they need to get? And this is not even including, look here, here's the helicopters. Here's the aircraft. I mean, they have more Blackhawk helicopters than most other governments in the world now. Isn't that something? 
this is a terrible tragedy and this could be used not only to you know seize more power and and dominate afghanistan and become a legitimate government which is something i hope does not happen again i point out that despite all of the american weapons that they've already seized we probably have more us citizens still trapped in afghanistan than there are taliban we could take them out but so far that hasn't happened and joe biden's government is abandoning them right so or i should say obama's joe joe biden or or Obama is really who's behind it, as we already know, as Biden's asleep or when he's awake, he's being worked like a puppet when someone else is the hand of his, you know, what. So continuing from there, I also want to mention that um, as Joe Biden and his team presided over the uh, and, and the military generals and everyone was there presided over the transfer of the bodies of the fallen soldiers that he himself caused the death of, he was too busy to pay respects or, you know, even to pretend to pay respects on camera. He had to stop and check his watch, as you can see if you're, if you're uh, on the screen here. <clears throat> but his drone strikes are killing many, including numerous children. The family that was struck also claimed that they're not ISIS-K or any other kind of ISIS, this new ISIS-K thing is awfully convenient for the deep state. And it's convenient that the Taliban let them all out of jail, supposedly. And then they, while guarding or while having their own checkpoints, allowed some uh, suicide bomber with, you know, multiple pounds of explosives supposedly strapped to their chest through a gate. I mean, how does that happen anyway? But I'm just saying uh, ISIS-K, you know, apparently they're enemies of the Taliban and all. We'll see. But the family denies even being ISIS, and many of these children probably were not ISIS. In fact, many of them were less than 10 years older. Six were kids, 10 years old or younger. Now, moving on from there, I also want to mention that there's a video going viral as well. Um, Joe Dan Gorman from Intellectual Frog Legs. I've had the privilege and honor to meet this guy in person He's a real funny guy in person as well. He's just a hoot. Uh, I really like his sense of humor, and I love his videos. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Everything he does, it is a masterful sort of artistic, satirical capture of the times. And, you know, he's, he's he does a great job at doing so and still keeping it kind of light and funny. But this is a video of Nancy Pelosi saying we don't want him to talk after Joe Biden is basically asking permission. Check this out. I'm going to mute myself. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. Am I off? No, we don't want him to talk. And I'm no, we don't want him to talk. Her voice annoys me. Am I the only one? Well, here's some good news. In 2020, the Supreme Court decision that ruled states can withdraw their electors from an election. It was originally a Democrat attempt to set up the uh, elections and weaken the Electoral College, but it seems to have backfired once again. President Trump is usually a couple steps ahead of them, and every time they do something to hurt him, it seems to backfire on them. And I'm going to give you a Supreme Court quote case 
uh, sorry, a Supreme Court case quote <laughs> from 2020, and this is not long ago, and here it is, quote, nothing in the Constitution expressly prohibits states from taking away presidential electors' voting discretion, end quote. Now look, remember, this is unprecedented territory. This is still, we're not sure what's going to happen if it does happen, if it can happen. I don't want to get your hopes up. I really doubt that it does happen because historically communist governments don't follow the law, much less give power over willingly, and they do still have a particularly strong military that they are weakening as quickly as possible by draining all the uh, vaccine-hesitant uh, or you know pro-patriot, pro-MAGA from their ranks as quickly as they can. And there's going to be nothing left soon except, uh, you know, purple-haired uh, leftists who want to shoot American citizens who stand up to them. That's what's coming, and that's what usually happens, historically speaking, when communists take over. They would rather have the guns and the money on their side than the people's votes any day of the week. And that's what they have. They have the money printer, the money printer, and they have all of the weapons. Um, that doesn't work forever, because when Rome fell, it was because, at first, the inflation uh, of, you know, watering down the copper and, and gold coins with bronze and, and um, I'm sorry, uh, gold and silver coins with copper and bronze started to, you know, piss off the soldiers, and the next thing you know, the military took over. And when the military took over, sort of had a military dictatorship rule for a long time in Rome, but eventually inflation destroyed even that. So, you know, eventually empires lose their ability to finance their uh, armies. And that's where you have to, to have your hope is that eventually the printer will fail and they won't be able to finance the oppression of the people. Because there's very little chance that the people would, you know, want to fight their own military in, in the U.S. anyway. We're comfortable, we're happy, we don't want a civil war. But they are trying to solidify their ideological rule over everyone. And, and they're using the vaccine issue as a way to do that. I mean, if you're not willing to experiment on your health, then you're no longer willing to be part of their governing body, whether that means a soldier or, you know, in the federal government or whatever it may be. And they're trying to drain Trump supporters as quickly as they can for any excuse, no matter what. <clears throat> Some people say, well, you know, the, the, the military is the only way. And I point to things like Afghanistan or Kabul, where, you know, they're turning away American citizens because they were told to. I mean, the military will follow orders. They always do every time in history for the most part. And, you know, in, in the Space Force, for example, I mean, the, Obama drained all of the good generals. Remember that? I mean, he fired like hundreds of generals. So all of the ones that, you know, weren't commie sympathizers are gone. That's the leadership. The, the officers from West Point are coming out now uh, with, with pro-communist messages. Anyone that speaks out about communism, like that officer in Space Force, uh, they're immediately let go from the military. That What does that tell you about the military? It's not that I'm bashing the soldiers. I mean, they're wanting out. Uh, they're wanting to avoid the vaccine, by and large, many of them. And most of them are patriotic citizens. But the officers and up are corrupt, most of them. And that means that we are in a really dangerous situation 
where the government's military could be used, just like in Australia, to suppress its own people. Think about that. So I'm a peaceful guy, and rather than call for civil war, I want to remind people that you can bankrupt the government by pulling out of their fake money system. The dollar is worthless, and it's getting more and more worthless quickly as they print trillions and trillions of dollars for their communist you know, give-outs and, and free things and all of the things that they use to get more power and control over you and me. That's what it's all about. That's the name of the game. And every free thing comes with a hundred hooks that you can't see that will bind you to them in some way or another. And now we're seeing such abuses across even the Western world with this medical tyranny here. But there is hope because nothing in the Constitution expressly prohibits states from taking away presidential electors' voting discretions, once again. And that is from the Supreme Court quote. Uh, and it's in a case called, uh, and I'm probably not going to pronounce it right, Chiafalo versus Washington. And it's spelled like Chia, C-H-I-A-F-A-L-O. So Chiafalo or Falo v. Washington. And I also want to mention, just briefly, that the CDC is in many, many ways rigging and lying through statistics in order to deceive the people about the vaccine. But one of the many ways in which they are doing that, that has now come out, is that they are calling people who die immediately after taking the vaccine within the first two weeks unvaccinated. So if you get the vaccines, even double doses, and then you die a week later in the hospital of a breakthrough infection, you know what that means? That means you were unvaccinated according to the statistics. Now this, of course, eliminates a lot of the deaths that should have been attributed to the vaccine and puts that in the unvaccinated category. And that's how they tell people that being unvaccinated is you know, dangerous or scary. But it isn't. In fact, we already know, and we've seen in numerous studies, in fact, I've got an article out today that even talks about this and you know this has gone viral lately you probably already know anyway but you know over 13 times more likely to get infected if you've had the vaccines versus natural immunity it was around almost 30 times i think 27 more likely to be symptomatic and this is with all of the variants and such going on natural immunity does not have a problem with the variants, Delta or otherwise. Natural immunity is very strong and long-lasting and very broad. And coronaviruses, well, they, they can't, anyway, technically they can't change as quickly as a flu. So they're fairly benign in how fast they can mutate. But that's, I digress. Anyway, I hope you found this to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. You can do so at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. We also have various channels like Rumble, BitChute, uh, YouTube, and Gab. And, uh, you know, those are the different places that haven't banned us yet. At least, uh, you know, Rumble's banned a few videos. I don't really fully trust Rumble. But, hey, I'm really happy to have a place to host these videos because it would be very expensive to do on our own. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy. We'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.